Welcome to the Agent of Wealth podcast with Mark Boudis from Boudis Financial. In this podcast, Mark helps guide you towards financial freedom, ensure you never run out of money, and create a balance in life that prioritizes what is most important to you. Join us for this journey as Mark draws from years of expertise and guest experts to solve the multiple wealth building challenges involved in your financial life. Welcome to the Agent of Wealth Podcast. This is Mark Boudis, and on today's show, we're going to discuss how to obtain clarity into your finances by using our app, Wealth Center. To do that, I brought Victoria Finley back on the show. Victoria is a member of the Boudis Financial Team and the resident expert on Wealth Center. So, Victoria, welcome back to the show. Thanks for having me again, Mark. It's great to be back on the podcast. I think this is our third episode you've been on. The first one was back uh, on episode 18, where we introduced you. And then again on episode 28 back in October where we talked about Medicare. So today's episode, we're going to talk about our app, Wealth Center, and that's a tool we use with our clients. It's our planning uh, tool that we use to build financial plans, but it also has a portal that everyone can use. And and really, we're going to focus on that portal and the benefits of using that portal. If you can start off, just give us a quick overview of different features the portal has, and then we'll go into some more depth on each of those features. Yeah, so... The Wealth Center has a lot of great features. It allows you to be as hands-on or hands-off as you'd like to as the client. So first off, we have the dashboard, and that's where you can see uh, the goal tracker, net worth, investments, and your spending summary. Some other features include uh, there's an alert section, so that allows you to be notified when there's any important financial activity going on. We have a vault, so this is a great way to store uh, any files and documents back and forth with us and the client. And it's a secure way of doing this rather than through email. So it's super efficient and it's a great feature as well as there's a spending and budget feature. So we can use that to uh, get down to the nitty gritty of what your budget looks like. We have a report section and investment section. It's just a really great way to take a look at all of your assets and everything that you have and, Put everything in one place so you have one area to look at all of your financial uh, decisions and get those goals. You know, you mentioned the last one about uh, having one place to look at everything. And I think that's really a benefit because if you, you know, we'll notice, we'll see people have accounts at all these different financial institutions. And to see what's going on in those financial institutions, they have to log on to each one of those websites. And it's time consuming. You have to remember your password or reset your password and figure out what the URL is. And what people wind up doing is they just don't look, which the purpose of this is to really show how you can, how someone can get visibility into to what's going on. But I think one of the, you know, whenever we talk to this, talk about this app with someone, one of the concerns they have is security. And, you know, having your information online and who has access to it or who can have access to it. But the Wealth Center tool, it's got, you know, just as comprehensive security measures as really any bank level, you know, app or website that you use. Of course, and, you know, in this, this day, anything is, you know, there's cybersecurity risks with anything. But, um, you know, there are technical details that if someone does want to see uh, this, the encryption and the multi-factor authentication, any firewalls, audits that the tool has, um, we'd be happy to share them with them. So let's get started. We'll start right from the top. So someone logs into the app, they are, they're brought to their dashboard. What do they see on the dashboard? So when you log on and you're on that dashboard, this is just the home screen. And you get a quick look at the goal tracking, your net worth, your investment value, 
and your spending summary. So that includes what's coming in and what's going out. Uh, just a quick note, though, the spending summary is only something the client can see. We actually don't have access to that. So that's just a heads up that whatever you're spending your money on, don't worry, we're, we're not looking at that. That's just something for you to see as the client. And basically what's great about Well Center is that you can pretty much click on everything and it's going to show you more detail. So if we start off with the net worth number that pops up right in the front of the screen, it has a little bit of detail too as to the dollar change for that month and also the year-to-date dollar change. And then there's a similar feature with the investments that it shows. So it gives you the total number of your investments, but it also shows you the today's overall dollar change and then as well as a percentage change in your investments. Yeah, so I think, like you know, you mentioned those two features and being able to track changes over time. And, you know, if you, if you read about... Uh, you know, in, enabling success or having success with with really anything, not just finances, but it's tracking and measuring and, and making sure you stay on track. So if someone's trying to lose weight, they track calories. If you're trying to improve your finances, there are different things you want to track. Net worth is one of them. Your savings investments are, are another. So it's, you know, it's definitely an important feature to look at. Yeah. And I know that in the past, we've had clients say, I don't feel like I'm making progress. And then this is a great way to show that you are making progress because it's showing you in the corner right underneath net worth investments that that number is increasing. So maybe sometimes it doesn't feel like that's the case, but it actually shows you with some numbers that there is progress being made. So it's a great feature. So you can actually go ahead and see that change. And you're also able to click into, if you were, if you're looking at the screen, you'd be able to see the word net worth and also the word investments. And if you were to click on that, it would take you to even more detail. So it's a great little summary, but again, it depends on who you are and how much detail you're looking for. So you can go ahead and click on that. And then also on the left-hand side of the screen, if you were looking at the screen, it lists out all the accounts that you have. So you can go ahead and link these accounts and the categories that are included are cash accounts, credit cards, taxable accounts, tax advantage accounts, life insurance values, any loans, property, and stock options. So any of the accounts that we're managing, we have linked already. But if you have a credit card, like we said earlier, that you wanted to link, or if maybe it's just your checking your savings account that we don't have access to, you can go ahead and link that as long as you have online access to that account. And if you don't, it should be pretty straightforward to do that with your banker whoever um, is managing those accounts. And again, that's just a great way of pulling all your information in, being able to look at it in one spot. And it's just a little drop down arrow too. And it's pretty straightforward to link an account. But obviously, if there are any questions, always feel free to reach out to us. Yeah, I think we're always trying to improve the, the client experience. And you know, giving someone the ability to see, to see their whole financial picture in one place, I think, is one way of, of you know, making progress on, on doing that or getting to that to that path. The, the second feature we wanted to talk about were tasks. And tasks are one of my favorite features. It's a way for us to let the client know that there's something that requires their attention. And it may be something like, um, you know, that we need to find a specific financial document before a meeting to analyze so that we can review it during a meeting. Um, but how do you see these used most frequently? And I think a lot of times it's after client meetings where you get involved in uploading tasks to the to a specific client. 
Yeah, definitely. So it can go either way. It's either we might need something for, from a client or maybe we need to send them something. So uh, we can assign tasks to clients and it'll pop up on their personal uh, well center page. And like you were saying, we might need a document. So we might say in the task, hey, send us uh, your tax return for this year. Or maybe they're waiting to hear back from a life insurance company on what their premium might be. So that way we can factor it in. Uh, and then also what's great too, is that when we assign these tasks, we set up a reminder date and a due date. So that way you can try and stay on track with this and it doesn't just get swept under the carpet and you forget, but what was that I had, what what was I needed to do? What did Mark say we needed to do? Or was I supposed to do something? And it also allows you to click and view on all the completed tasks. So again, if you were ever wondering, uh, did I did I send that to him or just curious to look at the history that's gone on back and forth between us? You have that accessibility, which is great. Yeah. And, and like you said, it's, it's a way that we can hold each other accountable to, you know, I think everyone that comes to us wants to make progress, wants to improve their situation. And, you know, it's not just looking, having a meeting and saying, OK, here are the things that, you know, we both sh- you know, should be done. It's also making sure they get done and using the task feature as a way of doing that. All right. The next one we're going to talk about are alerts. Another one of my favorite feature on the app. And, you know, we get pulled in so many different directions during the day. And what alerts can do is if there is something important, something critical that you may you may want to know about your finances, the, the alert feature is a way to, to way to do that. So how, how do you see our clients using alerts to get notified of different things? So first off, the alerts are located under the settings tab in Wealth Center. Just a heads up in case you're looking for a tab titled alerts, it's under the settings. And there are four main categories. Uh, first one is delivery settings. There's personal finance, investments, and then lastly, reminders. So first off, when you go in and are looking at the delivery settings, uh, the two options are email recipients and homepage notifications. So that's just making sure that whatever email you'd like this account to be linked to, it's the proper one because sometimes we have clients who have a personal email and a work email and maybe it gets mixed up. So we want to make sure that's the correct email you're getting notifications for. And also just homepage notifications, your typical notifications you'll see when you log on. Uh, You can change the frequency of how often you get those notifications. And what's great about all of these different alerts is that it's super customizable. So you can change the different ranges and dates and however you would like it to align with your interests and how you'd like to use Well Center. Uh, next up for the personal finance alerts, you have your basic financial summary alerts. Uh, if you had a low balance and you wanted to be alerted of that, you could go ahead and set maybe you don't like when your savings account is below $10,000. So you can go ahead and change it to alert me when my balance is below $10,000. You can also go ahead and change your high credit balance. If anything um, seems to be, it's it's the same thing as if it was a low uh, savings balance, but you can go ahead and change how you would like. So that's, that's your pro- approaching your credit card limit. Things yes, like that. yes. Uh, and again, same with any large expenses or deposits that you might be making in and out of different accounts. Uh, it's good to just keep track of that because... Maybe it's uh, not an every day-to-day expense, and you're like, wait a second, why is there a big, why did I just spend $1,000 on something? Oh, that's right, I just bought a plane ticket somewhere, we're going somewhere, we're, on, we're going on an expensive vacation. 
Next up is the investments alerts. And that is your typical investment activity. Anytime uh, a specific security that you're interested in, if that price changes too much, you can go ahead and change the fluctuation percentage and then any excess cash percentage. So that would be if you have an investment account and you want to make sure that the cash in that account is never less than uh, like 1%. You can go ahead and customize that. And then the last alert is the reminders. So this is great for uh, maybe year-end reminders or if you're at the point of taking required minimum distributions from any of your retirement accounts. You can customize any important dates, whether it's something about taxes or maybe it's just a birthday you don't want to forget. It's pretty customizable. So again, as much as you want it to align with your day-to-day life, uh, it's great. And then also... We mentioned earlier those tasks that get assigned and then any documents that are shared with us and clients can go ahead and get reminders for that as well. Yeah, alerts are a great a great feature. I use them extensively in my own use with uh, Wealth Center, and we'll talk a little bit about spending and budgeting, but I set up alerts when I'm about to blow my budget, which happens a lot on the uh, food side where <laughs> my budget gets blown all the time. But it reminds me, it says... Uh, cut down on on spending on food. I don't actually uh, switch to eating ramen noodles at that point, but it does notify me, and it is um, a good thing to have to know that the app is is looking at different things that we tell it to look at. So the next the next uh, aspect of the app that we're going to look at is the vault, and the vault serves a couple different purposes. But uh, many times people come in, and their main objective for engaging us or working with us is that they want organization around their finances. Um, I've had one person come in one time with three bins of financial documents, not shoeboxes, bins. And he was looking for, I mean, the bins were his whole life collection of documents and he wanted some help with organizing them. And, you know, obviously this is an online app and we're talking about digital organization, but it's the same concept. It We provide, a the vault provides a way to, uh, organize your your documents online. And one of the first things we do when we start working with someone is we create a folder structure within this vault. And can you go over just a couple or, or some of the folders that get created and how they're used? Yeah, so some of them are pretty uh, straightforward and explanatory. You would expect them to be there, such as balance sheet, bank documents. We've got a cash flow folder, education, financial plan, insurance, investments, some of those typical options. And when we set these up in Well Center, on our side, we see all of the folders that we have created. But if there's no documents in there, the client won't be able to see it on their end until something has been uploaded there. And then also another folder that we have is the Orion folder. Now, Orion is a great software that we use, and it creates some reports for us. So what it actually distributes is the monthly TD Ameritrade statements what else is in that folder is the quarterly reports and then any tax documents that uh, would be uploaded to TD as well, such as 1099s, would be in that Orion folder. And then there are two other important folders to be noted, and that is the My Documents folder. That is mainly a folder for the client. Uh, only the client can upload documents to this folder. So we, if we were to ever upload a document, it would not be in this folder. We don't have access to upload documents. It's just a great way for the client to keep track of anything important for them. And again, since uh, the vault is a secure place, it's a really useful tool to go ahead and keep track of 
all those important documents in one place. Yeah, and I think it, it, you know, also that my documents folder they talked about gives some privacy for the for the client if they have something they don't want to be shared with us, they can keep it securely up there. You mentioned the Orion folder. I think that is a great folder because that, like you mentioned, every quarter. Um, the client's performance reports are getting generated and automatically uploaded there. They can get their monthly custodial statements uh, from there as well. And then, you know, we're in the middle of tax season now, and I get asked a lot, you know, do you have my 1099? Do you have any IRA documents that they need to send to their tax advisor? And these uh, documents actually get uploaded automatically to their to the vault in that Orion folder that you mentioned. So, you know, we want we want to um, you know empower the client to to base, basically easily pull their own documents that they that they need to uh, to send over to their to their tax advisor. Um, and then the other one that you mentioned, or is that is their the shared documents folder? And if you you know if you go back a couple of years, you, the cybersecurity concerns weren't like they were now, and we would just email documents back and forth and you know it may have had sensitive information private information on it and we don't want to do that anymore we, we we're not we can't do that anymore so the shared documents is a way of exchanging data or exchanging forms or documents back and forth where uh, let's say the client has a form that they need to fill out or sign we can upload that document to the shared documents folder the client can pull that document down do whatever they need to do with it upload it back up and it's just a lot more secure exchange of information than it would be if we if we utilized email for that yeah, definitely. And just real quick, back to that shared documents folder you just mentioned. As the client, uh, that's the only place if we ever needed a document uploaded from them, they would have to upload it in the shared documents folder. So even if we had uploaded, let's say, an education report to their education folder and they saw that and they wanted to upload something in return that was education related, it would actually have to be uploaded into the shared documents folder and they cannot upload it into the other folders. All right, and we'll link to a document in the show notes because one, one question I get a lot from people is, well, what financial documents should I keep and how long should I keep them for? So we'll, we have a document that we'll link in the, in the show notes which explains across different things like legal documents, your benefits, insurance policies, what liabilities, taxes, property, family documents. It, it lists out all the specific ones that are good ideas to keep and using the vault's a great place to keep them. Yeah, All right. So moving on to spending and budgeting and budgeting is a word that I haven't really come across many people that like that word. Um, but Wealth Center has a great mechanism for tracking your spending and uh, creating a budget and seeing how you're tracking towards that budget. If you can go over how that works in Wealth Center. Yeah, definitely. So I had mentioned a little bit earlier that when you go ahead and link any of your credit cards or debit cards to go ahead and track your spending, we won't see that on our end. So that's completely confidential. So you don't have to worry about us wondering, oh, why did they go to McDonald's again or anything <laughs> along the lines of that? Uh, so when you go ahead and link those cards, it will automatically pull in those transactions and start to categorize what your money is being spent on. And it, I use it myself. It's pretty accurate. From time to time, something might get miscategorized, but you can go ahead and edit that very easily. It's got a bunch of different categories, and you're also able to go ahead and create a budget. So if you wanted to make sure you were only spending you know, maybe $100 a month on eating out, uh, then... That would not be my budget. <laughs> well, to each their yeah. own, but... You could go ahead and do that, and that's where those alerts come back into play, and it will alert you if you're approaching the end of the, uh, maxing out that budget or if you've gone over that budget. 
And that way you can go ahead and just keep track and see where is my money going. And it's got some good features too. So you can track it based on the month, based on the current past 30 days. You can go ahead and look at it on whatever time frame you're interested in viewing. And it's just a really great feature. And I know I've personally enjoyed uh, utilizing it. And I think that for those people who are trying to figure out how much they are spending, but maybe it's too scary or it's something that they don't really know where to start. This is a great place to go ahead and start and just link some of those cards and maybe start with just one card. If you're really nervous to go ahead and look at it and rip that bandaid off and maybe you'll notice that it's not as painful as it sounds. Yeah, it, it's definitely not as painful. It is scary at first um, from the perspective of, you know, a lot of people just spend and spend and there's really no, no method to the spending, but uh, by, by, tracking your spending it that's what really gets you that clarity and it's you know i'll always talk to someone and say it's not this is not about saying you can't go to starbucks and get a get a coffee um it's more about you have your money that comes in it's going to different places and you want to make sure it's going to the right place and you know by tracking your spending that's uh that's one way of doing it and you know tie it back to goals and you know whether someone's on track to hit their goals uh, you know, goals cost things. It, it, it costs, there needs to be money allocated to retirement. If you're tracking to save on, to put your kids through school, there needs to be money that needs to get allocated towards that. And if you're spending it all in one area, then there's, there might not be another area to, to hit one of your priorities or one of your goals. And this is a way of really making sure that your money's working for you and going to the right places. Uh, the last thing I want to talk about specifically about the app was the investments feature. And Victoria, you mentioned this earlier about how, you know, upon logging in, they can see a big button that says investments. And when you drill into that, you can actually get a lot of information about those investments, everything from your account details, what holdings or securities are in the account. You can see how the account's been performing. You know, the value over time has changed any transactions. So if there were any purchases, sells, money deposit, money withdrawn, it really goes back to, you know, getting that clarity into everything that's going on. And, you know, especially now with everything that's going on in the market, people are really attuned to their 401ks, their IRAs, their investment accounts. And this, you know, provide, you know, Wealth Center provides a, a feature or mechanism to be able to see that updating real time and, and not that we condone looking at your account investment account every five minutes. Um, but it's a way that you can see what's going on at, at, at all times. Yeah. And I think it's a great feature too, because every client is different and some people want to see all those details and some people don't really care to see all the details of what is in their investments. So it's great for those people who really want to dive, take a deep dive in and see exactly how each fund is doing. And then for those people who just want a quick, glance and quick overview that's what's great about the investments tab is you can go ahead and get into it as much or as little as you'd like to yeah and the other feature with investments that is also on there is you can get a risk number and and uh on a bunch of previous podcasts i I always talk about you know wanting to know what risk you're comfortable with and correlate that with how much risk you do have and then how much risk you should have in your in your accounts and you know we're seeing now with the market fluctuations where people are getting more attuned to the risk they have in their in their portfolios and that um you know investments don't always go up over time you really want to have the right amount of risk in there you don't want to be too aggressive you don't want to be too conservative um but there is probably a a certain amount of risk that you should have to be able and again correlate this all to your goals and you know this all 
comes back to how can we set you up on on a path to achieve your goals or how to make progress on your goals over time and how to know where you stand with them. And, you know, this the investments piece is, is one part of that that really helps provide that clarity into that. You can view this all on a desktop, on, a, on your laptop, or there is a mobile app that, that you can use. So it's very easy to set up. You can have all the features that you can see on your computer, or, and you can also view them on the, the, your phone or a tablet as well. Yeah, I, I actually have it on my phone, and I find it super helpful. I love it, and I know a lot of clients who have uh, found it to be a great feature. Yeah. So I think those are the main features. We're just out of time. And so, Victoria, thanks for coming on. I know you help our new clients get onboarded on the tool. If someone has questions, whether they're a client or not a client, and they just want to see a demo of it or see how it works, what's the best way to to reach you? So I have a Calendly link to set up a 30-minute meeting. It should take no longer than 30 minutes. And it's just calendly.com backslash victoria dash 102. Or if you have any questions or would just like to email me and set up a time, you can go ahead and do that at victoria at boutisfinancial.com. And a lot of people like to get started or do things by themselves. So we also have a page on our website where someone can actually get started, play around with the app by themselves. And that's at boutisfinancial.com backslash discover dash how. And you know you can try it out, take it for a, for a test run and see if it can help you, uh, you know, achieve your goals. So thank you all for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast and have a great day. Thank you for listening to the Agent of Wealth podcast. Click the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. The information covered represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions about his financial. The content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only and is not intended to be a substitute for professional financial planning and investment advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investments and financial planning.